Hello and welcome to another edition of the Stoppage Time podcast. On today's episode, we discuss goalkeeping howlers, the battle at the bottom and awful penalties. All that and more coming up. Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the Stoppage Time podcast with me, your host Liam Dixon. I'm joined as ever by three colleagues. Jack Hawk, how are you doing? Not too bad, Liam, not too bad. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. Jamie Hall, as ever. Hello, how are you doing? Still doing good. <laughs> I, was, I was asking the listeners, but yes, like, okay, I'm, I'm glad you're doing well. <laughs> they don't answer back, Jamie, that's not how it works. Sweet as how you're doing, listeners. <laughs> and the last voice you heard was Lee Perry. How are you doing? Hello, everyone. How are we? <laughs> Just the, the same, same thing. thing. <laughs> We had three games in the Premiership last night. The big result probably came at the bottom. County beating Park Thistle 4-0 at home. Jack, your thoughts? Surprised, actually, how convincingly Ross County won. I know, I know we've actually written off Ross County already in this podcast, but... <laughs> Our predictions we, don't really be seem to be coming to light very well. So Yeah, apparently I mean, we don't actually know that much about football, guys. So well, you <laughs> predicted mean, St. Johnson, Johnson were in a relegation <laughs> fight not long But uh, No, no, extremely surprising, but also worrying to see how poor... Partick Thistle, where they are on a terrible, terrible something. I know we'll talk about this a bit more in detail, but beginning to really worry for them. Archie for Scotland. I know. <laughs> Ever since we called Archie. <laughs> that was our very first episode, wasn't it? Archie it for was, Scotland. actually. Yeah. Ever since we really Alan Archie for the Scotland job, Partick Thistle have been terrible, so. Mm. And now it seems folk are wanting him to, to leave Partick Thistle, but. Um, the stoppage time curse. <laughs> yeah. Who else <laughs> can, we, can we talk up this week? <laughs> So I don't want Wraith Rovers to be promoted to the championship. Yeah, yeah. me neither. <laughs> I don't, no one wants that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, 4-0 uh, county against Park Thistle and uh, in the one of the and in one of two games the other two games yesterday Motherwell were are now resigned to bottom six after losing 2-0 at home to Aberdeen. Jamie, you were there. How was it? B- performance was pretty good. I'd say since, since the cup replay down at Kilmarnock, things have been much improved. Um, last night I thought Kenny McLean was absolutely outstanding absolutely ran the show uh, de- fully deserved his goal it was a great strike as well shades of Sean Maloney for Scotland against Ireland <laughs> um, yeah he's I think since he went down to Norwich and has come back on loan I think he's really stepped his game up a gear he's done he's done really well it seems like he's playing well, he's, he's got something to prove he's got he obviously wants to impress the guys down at Norwich and show that he's good enough to play for them. And that's been reflected in his performances since January. Um, overall, to be honest, for Aberdeen, it was just a, a much improved performance for the majority of the season. Ah, great. So uh, now it's into second on your own now, after second. back-to-back wins ahead of Rangers, who, well, we can talk about them briefly, they dropped points at the weekend against Mother- at Motherwell. Jack, how did that go? To use the old cliche, it was definitely a game of two halves. Um, <clears throat> Rangers were terrible in the first half, probably the worst they've played for a long, long time. Constantly losing the ball. They had this odd tactic of playing the long ball up to Alfredo Morelos against three centre-backs, which just did not work. Um, Russell Martin had an, another disaster. He's been a complete waste of time so far. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jack, what do you actually think of him, though? <laughs> no, he's actually all right, to be fair. No, but... <laughs> Uh, and then in the second half, Rangers were, were much, much better. They began to you know use the wingers a lot more, which what they need to do. It's a bit tough at the moment for Rangers. I think they're very much, they have a one approach. If that approach doesn't work, they seem to, to struggle and they don't, they don't, there doesn't seem to be a plan B, a, a comprehensive, comprehensive plan B. That's 
I don't know, maybe the fifth or sixth time this season where they've gone two two men in midfield, Dorans and Doctor on this occasion against three in midfield, and they've been completely overran. That's happened against Hibs, happened against Celtic, happened against Kilmarnock. So that's obviously a problem for them, and it's a problem which they're going to have to... I mean, it's quite a simple fix, but it's a problem they're going to have to overcome if they're going to, to potentially continue to challenge for second place. That's one thing I've actually thought about Rangers when I've watched them a few times, is I don't think, like you said, they actually do use the quality they've got on the wings very well, because you've got likes of guys like Candace, um Windass, even going back to like, following them as well. Um, some good, pacey, skillful <laughs> guys. <laughs> oh, no, um, I mean... Ta- I mean <laughs> I mean, I was I mean, like, what's your point, Lee? I mean, uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> it's fodder down the left wing. Where's I mean, wait, fodder him? Step over. <laughs> I mean, Tavernier. <laughs> how, how, how do you get those two mixed up? I, I don't quite understand how you've got to this point. <laughs> hey, back to my point. Um, yeah, Which I don't know. Always foddering him's a right back. Yeah. <laughs> your point yeah, is bit like now. No one can take you seriously. <laughs> Um, yeah, they don't use those players as well as they could. I, I think <laughs> they need to get West Fordingham more involved going forward. He's isolated out there. They're not using the players as well as they could, and that they're playing a goalkeeper at right back. Um, <laughs> Tavernier's been in goals the last nine months. I don't know what's been going on. <laughs> that, that is record time for this podcast to end into far. To bring it more back to reality. Um, I think they actually do use the wing, the wings well. The, particularly the right hand side are extremely effective. Candice and Tav, as we've said before, is a great partnership. However, however, oh, what I what I suspect is teams are, have easily figured that out. If you if you get men in the box, you get some big centre backs in the box. Rangers can, you know, it's just a pointless ball. They're going to play into the box. You can defend that much much easier if you if you position yourself correctly. So, I think when that does happen, when teams do figure them out, that that's that's the worry. Plan A is great, Plan A is great when it works, and it does work generally against the weaker teams, but when it's the better teams, that's when Plan A just, they need something else other than Plan A. So the one, yeah, I think the other problem that Rangers have got, as I see, is with Morelos, because I just find, even though there's a lot of praise on Morelos, I'm really, really lazy, and they've just not got that, like, he's not got, he's not got that like work rate up, up front to put defenders under pressure. I probably would disagree with that. Actually, I think that's one of the things he's he's gotten better at over the course of the season is putting pressure on defenders. I mean, in the last couple of games, for example, where he's not played, not looked like scoring, but he's been playing well. I mean, against Kilmarnock when it was chasing Cummings up front by himself, when else his work rate and his his way of pestering defenders was missing. I agree that he's he's he has plenty of faults, like he and he can be a bit lazy probably in his finishing sometimes. Like he, he loves it for some reason he loves an outside of the foot finish, but he never scores. That's, that's like his <laughs> an outside of the foot non finish. That's, that's, that's like his passion in life. But um, <laughs> but I do think over the course of the season he has gotten much much better at harrying defenders and holding the ball up. But he still has a, a long way to go. But he's he's still a young man to defend him. Like he's still what, 21 or something like that. He's barely speaks English. He's still getting to grips with a new, new, a uh, new way of living, a new, a new country. He's he's played. He's said about Lee moving from five to the side. <laughs> <laughs> that was just as difficult for Lee. But uh, I'm not. It's also difficult for you going from west to east last week, Jeff. Don't bring that up again. I'm having that. <laughs> not sure. Still. Do you need fluent English in Govan anyway? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't really know what to say to that point, but. In any case, I think I think he's his work rate is a lot better than it once was. Okay, the end to my end to my point. Okay, great. But with the Rangers dropping points at the weekend and not playing yesterday, it wasn't just Aberdeen that had the chance to close the gap. It was Hibs as well who 
Thank you, Jack, who recorded back-to-back wins as well to close the gap on Rangers to a single point now and uh, four back off of Aberdeen. Um, yeah, beat Park Thistle 2-0 at the weekend and Aki's 3-1 yesterday. Yesterday was a was a strange game. I know you want to talk about keepers in a minute, but off your Marciano, <laughs> making his first return since his uh, red card against St. Johnson a couple weeks ago mm. with one of the worst mistakes of the season, will we agree? Yeah. Yes. yes. He's just, he's, it's a simple ball and he's just completely... It, what sometimes happens when you're a goalkeeper, you think about what you're doing next, and I think that's what's yeah, happened there. Basically, what was happening? <coughs> Excuse me. He's he's thought, oh, this is an easy catch. Now, where's the next ball going? Mm-hmm. So that, but that's one of the worst things you mm-hmm. can possibly do as a goalkeeper. So it was a, a very basic error that I think most people would be annoyed at if they made it seven sides. The thing is, as well, there's nobody around them. There's no there's no attacking threat at the point where. No, he it wasn't under be, any pressure should, at all. He no, cla- he should be claiming the ball. Mm-hmm. The, it was a hopeless, a hopeless, only, a hopeful only, crossing yeah. as well. The situation's only arisen because, <laughs> because he's literally spilled it out the way into the mm. path of the striker. Literally bounced off him at yeah. more pace than it went into his body at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that, that's, that's what's I'm not even wrong. joking. It's, it's yeah. just, it was poor, yeah. He yeah. took his eye off the ball and it's, that's, that's criminal for a goalkeeper. Yeah, but then... Yeah, Mark Channel's had a nightmare there. It's just, um, it's, I think it's bounced right in front of him as well before he's went to catch it. Um, rather than I'm um, thinking about the next thing that's going on, um, so I think that the bounce is probably caught out a bit, but yeah, he needs to be holding that in there. But it happens to happens to the best of oh, us. Of course, you know? it happens. But and it's always it's, al- it's always the case when one mistake for the a goalkeeper is always highlighted mm-hmm. worse than the rest of the, the mistakes, like a referee's mistake. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be expecting Marciano to be dropped next week. Um, as, o- as, as obviously, um, the championship. yes, as obviously as the suggestion that all referees should be uh, well, dropped. But that's a, that's a discussion for next. He week. might be dropped. Cammy Bell did all right when he came uh, in. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to be too harsh on Marciano because over the course of the season, he has won us a lot more points than he's lost us. Like against Kilmar- he had against Kilmarnock a few weeks ago, we would have lost about four or five if he hadn't if he hadn't played the way he did. So. The thing about Marciano for me is he's a good shot stopper, but he's nothing. He's, he's nothing else. I've seen him play a few times this season. He doesn't command his area. I, I don't think he's the best at commanding his area, but I don't think he's not the kind of player that just puts fear in you every time a ball comes in the box. Well, I, I don't know. I, I was I wasn't convinced. Yeah, I disagree. His kicking, his kicking his, 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 his distribution in general is poor. He's, he's a good shot stopper, but like a keeper nowadays has to be a lot more than that. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I don't think his kicking's very good, and that does frustrate me. It's not even just the accuracy of the kicking, it's the kind of... I don't know, he just can't kick it as far as he thinks he can, and when it's from a goal kick, it literally gives the defenders... If the goal kicks aren't going as far as as where the strikers are, the defenders get a run and literally head, they're getting every first header, and it puts the Hibs defence under pressure straight away, because straight away they're backing, 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 because it's always going back. I think this in, is not great audio in, putting in, away, but I think I think in those situations the defenders have to take a bit of responsibility. Yeah, and just not yeah drop or and and the strikers or whoever he's aiming for needs to drop a bit deeper as yeah. well. But yeah. it's been happening all season. I don't know what they're working on, but it's always not working. It's obviously not working. No, I don't think I don't agree at all. Okay. Save of the season so far was Marciano against Dundee back in the, earlier in the season. I reckon. I guess this brings us on to the wider discussion we were thinking of having about goalkeeping in the Premiership this season. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of it's not been particularly good this year, which is a shame because normally we do have very good goalkeepers, but I think there's a mm. a number who have underperformed. Yep. I would probably say Marciano is possibly one of them now. Really? I would disagree with that. I'm just not a huge fan. I think he's okay, but he's not I think, anything mm. great. 
I mean, mm. I mean, Ross that. Ross County have contributed two bad goalkeepers this year, unfortunately. Yeah, Scott Fox in general, I think, is not a bad keeper. He just seems to have these moments of lapses of concentration, like the game against Rangers earlier in the season up there. Uh, inexplicable, really. And when Aaron McCary's come in, he's not done it any better. And that having a good goalkeeper is so important when you're down the bottom of the league like Ross County. I think I think the mistakes those two have made this season probably goes some of the way at least to explain why mm. County are in the, in the position they're in because you know one mistake would be the difference between three, three points and one or one and one, zero, one and, zero mm. and it's, that's not yeah. to place it's not no, 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 I'm not saying Ross are going to get relegated because of Fox and McCain no I'm not no, again, I'm, I'm not mean, saying that but understand. it's the, the, the points could be yeah right, yeah exactly right whereas say for example Patrick Thistle who we do agree as have a very good goalkeeper yeah. Thomas Cherney yeah. he could yeah. potentially save them some points yeah exactly so there is a, a lack of goalkeeping quality. I think the top six, for the most part, have you know fairly solid yeah. goalkeepers. Where the, they have their strengths and cons, their pros and cons rather. But um, although I would, I would, say, I would say Celtic's goalkeepers, Scott Bain apart, have underperformed this season. Well, Gordon's not been great. De Vries has been yeah, De Vries worse. Sure. But but with Craig Gordon, he's still Craig Gordon. Though he still has saved Celtic mm. a number of times mm-hmm. against Hibs, for example. You're going to get that reliability from Craig Gordon. Yeah. That you're absolutely needing from a goalkeeper. Mm. Exactly. <coughs> um. Yeah, he's always he's always done a job wherever he's been. And, you know, he was a standout at Hearts. He um, earned that, moved out to Sunderland. Um, he's come back up here. He did, uh, we didn't have a great time down, time down at Sunderland. You know, well, it was, he, 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 he was, was he was injured, he was injured, injured yeah. most of the time. But. Yeah, that was just, which was a shame. Yeah. Um, if you remember that save he made against Bolton, I think it was that right? Knight's headed it for about two yards. Legendary. Somehow he's got the under mm. over the bar. Unbelievable. Oh, they voted that the save of the the best save in the first 20 years of the Premier League did they? Mm. Yeah, there you go so you don't like Marciano who do you reckon is the, the best goalkeeper in Scotland at the moment? it's, it's a tough one um, I would be kind of I mean I know he's had several um, moments but I'd probably go with Joe Lewis yeah, I, I, I'm biased I'd say Joe Lewis just the sheer consistency factor you can count on one hand the amount of amount of times he's Come remotely close to making a mistake. He's just—he's really reliable. He's—he's he, he's good at everything. His, ki- his distribution's excellent. He's commanding and his, his shot stopping, particularly in that that nil nil down at uh, down at Hearts early in the season mm-hmm. when they, they gave Murrayfield. You know, mm-hmm. if it, if it wasn't for Joe Lewis, we'd have lost five six nil that day because he was outstanding. Yeah, I like Joe Lewis. I still, I do think Marciano would be in the conversation as well because I do think he has saved Hibs a lot. Of, maybe I'm just biased because I've had to live a life of watching Zibby Malkowski and Simon <laughs> yeah. Brown and that. But I think Marciano has saved Hibs on numerous, numerous occasions. Obviously, me and uh, three of us used to be goalkeepers in our younger. No, used to be, used to be. <laughs> still, uh, still are goalkeepers. I no longer am a goalkeeper. Um, who, who did we used to look up to as we were younger? I mean, it was probably Buffon for you, Jack, but. Uh, I still be fun. Um, in Scotland, I always loved Stefan Kloss. Stefan Kloss. Stefan Kloss. Peter Keir. Who? The, the, the Danish international. Came to Aberdeen when he was about 36. But he was. Have you made this guy Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was unbelievable. What, what, what was the name? P- Peter Keir, spelled uh, K J A E R. There was all, I always thought there was that. Um, Maybe, maybe I made up of my eight-year-old head that there used to be a battle between Rab Douglas and Stephen Kloss all the time. Rab Douglas. Yeah, was but Kloss was miles above Douglas, to be fair. Did Kloss won the Champions League. 
<laughs> yeah, but in my head there was always a there was always a rivalry between the two of them. Because <laughs> they played for the old firm. Yeah. Did, just a bit, a bit of a tangent, but did you see Rab Douglas's tweet? Like I think it was last week or the week before. Basically, he was in the Scotland mm. squad. He went out to a friendly, didn't get any game time, and missed the birth of his daughter because he was away. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's <laughs> the, the true tragedy. <laughs> oh, Rav. I love, I love it. Yeah, There's always guys like um, Jens Lehmann at Arsenal. He was another one of the wild goalkeepers. I think I think a, a, a forgotten breed of goalkeepers that are just mad. I think. Remember Thomas An- was Daniel Anderson that played for Hibs uh, for like one season. He has like amazing penalty shot, penalty saving. Uh, what a legend! Well, we're asking the listeners who their goalkeeping cult hero is. Exactly. Who is your goalkeeping cult hero, listeners? Gregor Shamatovsky? If it isn't Gregor Shamatovsky, then please reevaluate. <laughs> okay, wait. Where or Eve McAlambe. Oh, oh. oh. No, these H- aren't. Cult- H- Hibs have had their fair share. <laughs> like, uh, there's going to be a few kicking about. Oh, awful goalkeepers, undoubtedly. Mm. Zibi Malkowski's will always be the worst, as far as I'm concerned. Really? Oh, yeah, easily. Worse than McAlambe? Easily worse than McAlambe. Genuinely. That's a statement. That is a yeah, big statement. A, no, it's not. So yeah, following uh, off your Marciano's disastrous start, Hibs did come back pretty well, got the goal quite soon after, and then just when the game was starting to peter out a bit, Dougie Emery got himself a second booking and Hibs ran out pretty comfortable, 3-1 in the end, Flo Canberry with a hat-trick, six goals now, he's got an eight league games, done pretty well. Yeah, cracking signing. Yeah. Do you know I was convinced he was finished, but he's actually Swiss? I don't he's know why I was finished. He's only 21. Yeah, I was con- convinced for some reason. Well, there you go. I'm actually <laughs> raging. Please beat me to that part of there. It's a very surprise. Okay. So that's uh, last night's Premiership games discussed. Shall we do a performance of the week? Yes. Jamie, who are you thinking this week? Ross County got to be. Yeah. That, that convinced me. Pretty one comfortable against, against the direct yeah, relegation rival. Pretty right? obvious. Can't disagree. Lee. Lee. Anything to add? No. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it was a pretty obvious decision to give Ross County the performance of the week, which leads quite nicely into our discussion, or a discussion of the relegation battle and where we think it's going to go now. I know we talked about earlier that you had written off Ross County, Jack. You're starting to reevaluate? Uh, it wasn't just me, like, w- to make that very, very clear. It was yes, just it was. Off, off mic, you said Ross County <laughs> are relegated. So far in this podcast, I've called Alan Archibald for Scotland, <laughs> written off St. Johnson and written off Ross County, so it's not going well. The relegation battle is, is quite tough at the moment because it seems like None of the teams down there, you know, your Patrick Thistles, Counties, your Dundees, none of them seem to be able to pick up a consistent run of results. It's very much a case of they pick up maybe a win, like a shock win last night, say, for example, for Ross County. Dundee get a good draw against Hearts at the weekend. So it seems Mm -hmm. to be incredibly difficult to predict where it's going to go. I think as much as sometimes we malign or we we criticise the split, this will make it very interesting when they're up against each other, when it's basically dog eats dog down there. Mm -hmm. Oof. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's always it's always the same in any league, you know. It's um, you're not expecting teams down there to get um, like a run of five, six wins in a row or something. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking for those like little bursts of points that are going to boost you up the table for that spell and, and possibly keep you. I mean, you see it with St Johnson. You know, they were in free fall and then they got a decent couple of win- uh, like results together, mm-hmm. and now they they seem pretty pretty safe now mm. because we had said to St Johnson it was very close that. That they could they could have been slipping down there, but I mean, they managed to pick their form up for like a, Yeah, we were kind of convinced, yeah, but pick their form up for a wee bit. Um, but yeah, you're you're really looking there, um, and again, it's the same thing. Points on the board, 
down at that yeah. end are mm-hmm. absolutely vital. Um, Dundee, Hamilton, uh, so Dundee are four points ahead of Ross County at the moment. Yeah, Again, th- they've got their points on the board. So, Are we thinking it will come down to Ross County and Partick Thistle now? Or Dundee maybe like four points at this stage of the season I is a lot? I still think up to Hamilton you can probably yeah, say. There's still, there's still a possibility that any of those four teams could be in either the playoff or automatic. Mm. At, at present, you probably are more most worried for Partick Thistle, but that can easily change if they get a result at the weekend. Yeah, well, the, my friend I spoke to, they were quite confident, confident is the right word, but they were really hopeful of getting in that top six again at the expense of maybe Hibs, who'd just come up. And I don't want to seem too confident or anything as a Hibs fan, but I just thought that Hibs should be finishing above Partick Thistle, and it would have been an absolute mammoth task with Rangers getting stronger every year, Hearts going to come back into it to make that top six. Right, shall we move on to the championship now? There were some games played last night, as well as a full card at the weekend. Last night's games, uh, Dundee United beat Dumbarton 2-0, Dunfermline beat Livy 1-0, Inverness beat Poorbrecon 4-0, still looking for the first win, and Queen of the South and Falkirk drew 2-2. What jumps out at you guys? Um, actually, I'd like to go back to Saturday for what jumped out of me. What jumped out of me? I'm just not getting the words right today, am I? <laughs> uh, what jumped out at me was uh, for, for, for performance of the week for entertainment purposes goes to Brecon uh, last week for having two men sent off in the first half mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well done Brecon yeah well done Dunfermline has turned a bit of a corner and they're now looking Further set for the playoffs the, the, yeah the playoff hopes are still very very much alive well you say looking set for the playoffs they're only two unbeaten points ahead unbeaten in six but yeah. they're unbeaten in six there we go they're only two points ahead of Morton who mm. still have a game in hand so like Oh, when when you consider a few weeks ago, fans were calling for Alan Johnson's head. Mm-hmm. They still are. Well, okay, they still are. They still are, but less vociferously. Ooh, mm. ooh. Uh, Get the <laughs> word of the week. <laughs> um, yeah, when you consider where they were a few weeks ago, it looked like they had no hope of making the playoffs whatsoever. Um, fans were really, really unhappy with Alan Johnson. They've turned turned a corner recently, and now, you know, the play playoff hopes are very much alive. Um, the form team in the yeah. championship. They now have got 14 points from the last 18. Yeah, um, yeah I think from Dunfermline standards, they have to be making playoffs at minimum. Um, mm. Anything less, and I, I can understand why Dunfermline fans are frustrated. Yeah. So um, they've really got to be aiming for that for those playoffs. I know yeah. you gave your performance of the week to Brecon, but <laughs> on a more serious note, would we give it to Dunfermline, do you reckon? Last couple of wins? Yes. Especially against Livy last night. That was a, a big result for them. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll definitely go... It's a really important one for them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's impressive because they beat the team in second, yeah. who've been absolutely flying all season, and that's just it's vital, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It keeps them ahead of the head of United. Yeah, they're ahead of United, 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 United on goal yeah. difference, but Dundee United do have two games in hand. Mm-hmm. Speaking of whom, we seem to end up talking about them every week and usually having a wee laugh at their kind of their their misfortunes and they conceded a late goal at the weekend to draw 1-1 with Morton but they bounced back well got the win yesterday and they seem to be finding maybe a bit of form Belomoshny 2-2 two two. Belomoshny 2-2 two what two. an absolute champion Con- <laughs> confirmed he's still alive and is keeping Dundee United's promotion hopes alive as well John Hughes is still alive as well John Hughes is still alive <laughs> <laughs> I mean Belomoshny returning to Scottish football and saving Dundee United's season is just a story you could not you couldn't write that story <laughs> it's amazing. Ima- imagine that being saved from the banter years by Bela Omojny. <laughs> yeah. Main starring character of the original banter years. Make a return. Jesus. 
I say it every week, but I'm praying for a Dundee Dundee United playoff final. Oh, with Bilal be so Marsh now. That would be tasty. I think Dundee might just avoid it, but oh, it'd be so good. That'd be brilliant. Mm-hmm. Even better could be Moshney up against Connor Salmon, though. No, that'd be tasty. Oh. Mm. What a battle. What a battle. That's the kind of battle you pay to see. Have they been playing him at the back or have they just. No, up front, though. Of course he's playing at the back. <laughs> <So> two and two. Three Number 10. Ooh, before we move on to League One, just guys, uh, just looking at the poll we put up a wee bit ago with our teams. Our teams made up in, of a. Pl- how did you, what's the best way so to describe basically, this? Basically, yeah. and I saw the idea on Twitter and it's. Mm-hmm. You have to pick from the twelve Premiership teams. You have to pick either one player or coach because if you pick a coach, you don't can't exactly. play there. Twelve from each team to make up a team. So it's so. <laughs> for example, if you pick Steve Clark, you can't pick Chris Boyd as well. So yeah. we've all come together. We've all put in our own individual efforts, and they're on Twitter at the moment with yeah. a poll. So there's a poll. I'm just looking at now. Liam keeps looking at me. I feel like I'm in the lead. <laughs> no, uh, oh. Lee, you're actually last. I won't say how many votes has been, but... Dad, <laughs> I know you're listening. I know. <laughs> on to Twitter. <laughs> so on Team Liam. Time Podcast, you can get on and you can vote in our poll. You can have a look at our teams. you want to run through them quickly? Or any standouts from any of your teams? Yeah, or? I think my standout is Lee putting David Witherspoon in Central <laughs> by himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we had, we all, I think we all had this in Johnson conundrum because we did not know who to we, pick from. Yeah, you, the Jack managed to get round it quite well and just put Tommy Wright as a manager. Yeah. <laughs> Joshua, honestly. From Blair Alston on the right. But uh, yeah, Jack, you're actually winning at the moment. No, <laughs> come on, oh, team Jamie, team Liam. Everyone. And also, if you want, listener, we're more than. Please send us in your own submissions because we'd quickly yes, see them. I've got Steve Clark managing, so I should. I my team would automatically win if he's ever had a match. I also felt I would have won better if I had my referee team, um, yeah. which was just a, a back four of Bobby Madden's. Um, Willie Collum on the wings. Each wing, of course. <laughs> Two Willie yeah. Collums. Yep. Two Willie Collums. Number one. There's not enough yeah. Willie Collums in this world, so. <laughs> Uh, John Beaton up front Craig Thompson in goals of course um, of course right come on let's fly through the rest of the leagues League 1 the results from the weekend finished Alwa 3 Arbroath 2 East Fife 2 Air 3 Queen's Park and Air June 0-0 Jack will come to you for that in a second Wraith beat Albion Rovers 2-0 and Stranraer beat 4-4-2-0 as well Jack what was the highlight of the Queen's Park Air game for you I know you were there I think it's got to be Queen's Park's penalty. Um, yes, describe it for the listeners. So, this is a must-win game for Queen's Park uh, listeners. It's been a pretty terrible match, to be honest. It's, you know, very, very much stuck in midfield. Queen's Park get a vital penalty. Um, as I say, needing the three points. I can't, unfortunately, remember exactly as he steps up to take it, but for some stupid reason, in a high-pressure situation, the, the player attempts a Paneka penalty, which goes, what, maybe 10 yards over the bar? I mean, it basically lands in the stand at Hamden, which is a long way uh, if you when you're Hamden, at Hamden. You know, it's, it's <laughs> to, to a far way to go. It's a long way to run as well, Liam, isn't it? Yeah. To be fair to him, he's got some power in that dink. Yeah. <laughs> he's basically just skied it. It's just but a mental decision. I, I don't know what possessed him to, to do that. Um, if you remember Jason Cummins' penalty for Hibs against Dundee United in the Scottish Cup semi-final a few years ago, that's basically the same. But worse. But probably Much worse, worse yeah. and at the other end. Possibly one of the worst penalties I've ever seen in my life, actually. <laughs> it's, it's up there. Re- oh, it's, it's terrible. So that, that was a vital, vital... Is it worse than the Zaza penalty? I think, yes, that's, the most, I think, I think yes. that's the worst penalty I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. What do you think is worse? If you try and dink and the keeper just catches it, or you try and dink and it goes 10 yards over like that? I think it's going to work if you dink and the keeper doesn't catch because, um, like... See a penalty. I don't like you guys on the way. We're talking about we're, we're, we're talking about goalkeeping, right? 
Goalkeepers are always going to dive either way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if yeah. I was a striker, I would always just fire it down the middle because goalkeepers, are, goalkeepers are always because see if it, if it was to go either side, the goalkeeper hasn't moved, it's going to look a lot worse. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, rare, on a rare occasion, if you think you've got, you've won the the, bat, the mental, mental battle, battle, if you think it? you've won that and you think you can tell he's going down the middle, then you would stay. But that's that'd be rare. Uh, you do ch- well. My technique was always to generally try and suss out the striker, try and put a bit of pressure on. Not <laughs> did that often work, but <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of mind. Yeah, what was your? Ma- I, 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 I was had pretty good at saving penalties. To be I fair. had mind. Uh, my dad used to call me Rainer because he used to save them all the time. Um, but uh, also because you got near here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I used to have good tactics at penalties, so I would um, bang my studs on the post. Each post, I would do a stud each, and then I would throw the ball in the air, and then. Did you talk to the? The striker, did you get a couple of times? Like, oh, would, you're going oh, down you, the middle. You, you, I would go up, I would go up to him and go, Remember and miss. Did you ever say that? Yeah, that's, that's really good. Part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet worked, worked if they scored, did they ever come up to you like, Wait, nah. get back to you? I just bought them. You're solid. See, <laughs> 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 so, yeah, that was about the only highlight of the game, then, Jack. Undoubtedly, perfect. Uh, Lee, before we move on to League Two, Wraith 2, Albion Rovers 0. What was that like? Wasn't there. You weren't there. Uh, no, but uh, actually, to be fair, um, no, I, I wasn't there, but it was very um, it was very heart-stopping because I think we, we scored two goals in the last five minutes and we could see the... I, I have to say, performance of the week for... I think I say every week is air, but it's air again because they came from behind the East Fife this week. Mm-hmm. Um, managed to grind out a 3-2 victory over at Bayview there. Um, so again, a good win for them. <laughs> Rightly, you've given air your performance of the week, Jamie. I know you disagree. I do disagree. Uh, I'm going to give a performance of the week to Aloha for coming from two 0 behind to beat their closest playoff challengers, Arbroath three two. Now, Jamie, you gave me a funny look last week when I said to you that Arbroath were like the surprise package of League One. So, what do you think now? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I agree with that. I just. I think Arbroath obviously came up last season. But they already had the makings of a very strong squad that would that would be able to compete in this division, and they've just added to it. They've added players like Leighton McIntosh did very well, Peterhead, uh, boys like Ryan Wallace. We've been there and done it at higher levels at clubs like Dunfermline. Uh, Mikey McKenna is up and coming. Did well at Berwick Rangers um, and has impressed since he's gone to. So what they had before, they've they've only added to and really strengthened. So I don't think it's entirely unexpected that they'd be there or thereabouts this season. In terms of Alawa comebacks, where would you rate this one? Is it above or below coming back to beat Rangers? No, it is not greater than the okay, Rangers that's right. comeback. I just wanted to be clear. Uh, right. the, the, the Rangers comeback was all, all second half. Uh, they had the less time to get back in the game and they got them to a National Cup final. Boom, so. there you go. Boom. Ooh, what a perfect time to talk about our fact of the week. Jamie? <laughs> no, totally. It's all right. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, so this Saturday marks the 400th appearance of Ian Davidson. If selected. If selected. Or we not always suspended, <laughs> as I also said. Um, yeah, Davo has been a, a good servant to the club. Um, local guy, since he's mm-hmm. from Krakodi. Um He's always been... He's, um, he's one that divides... The, the Rover support, um, he gets a lot of stick off the Rovers fans, but he's always been... A spice boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that. And he's also been... He's always been a player that I've I, I've, I, I've always enjoyed watching playing. Um, he's a hard worker, you know. He's he's always got the, 
Um, what are you doing? Um, um, you know, he's, you can see that hard work comes through. He's, he's, he's passionate about the club. He had a wee spell away at Dundee. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't do that well. Came back again. Uh, he's always. This is one thing else about Ian Davidson. It always seems to be that Dunfermline have always been sniffing around him. Um, but he's always <laughs> stayed loyal to to the Rovers as well. So, um, except when he went for, to Dundee. No, but that wasn't Dunfermline. Mm. It wasn't that loyal though. No, but you're not understanding the rivalry <laughs> thing there, Liam. I am understanding. Right, okay, go on. <laughs> um, so yeah, well done, Davil. Mm-hmm. Here's Congrats. to when you get to 500. Shall we move on to League Two now? Finally. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Just run through the results from the weekend. Annan and Berwick drew nil nil. Cowdenbeath and Stenhouse Muir drew one each. Elgin beat Stirling Albion three nil, playing them the second time for the second time in a week. Montrose beat Edinburgh City three nil, and Peterhead beat Clyde three nil. A lot of convincing wins. Anyone got anything to say on any of them? I will go for Elgin as mm-hmm. my performance of the week in League Two. A uh, very convincing win over Stirling Albion, who still have promotion ambitions. Yes, it's looking well. It's almost certainly going to be playoffs for Stirling, and Elgin just nipped in ahead of Stenhouse Muir now, on with uh, still on a negative goal difference as well, which is quite impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anything else to add? Yeah, a good um, convincing win again for Peterhead. Um, and same for Montrose as well so again that's going to be another battle that's going to go all the way to the final day um, Montrose with the game in hand but mm-hmm. got to win that game in hand as the cliche goes mm-hmm. um, so I'm, yeah, sure, so I'm, sure, I'm sure you'd much rather be in Peterhead's position with, with the points rather than still having to play yeah, the game absolutely. Um, but it's, it's more likely the teams at the top are going to pick those points up than mm. oh, of course. the point I made earlier on about guys at the bottom of the league Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that that playoff race is going to be tight there as well. It's only two points separating Elegant and and, and Clyde. So there's plenty to and Clyde as well, too. Clyde, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, to to play for in that league. Mm-hmm. Apart from the bottom spot, because because that's Cowden Beef going down, down, yeah. down. down. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Jack, do you, do you reckon that that's that, that's a, that's a given then that they're going to get beaten in this this playoff then? I'm going to say yes. Yes. Ooh. Just briefly, while we were talking about League Two, we mentioned Montrose beat Edinburgh City, so I'm going to take this moment to say that on Sunday I went to the East of Scotland and Lowland League. What's it even called? East of Scotland and Lowland League Development League Cup Final. <laughs> easy for, for easy for me to it, say. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's called. Uh, yes, and Edinburgh City beat Spartans two 0 on the day at Ainsley Park Easter Sunday. It was quite a nice, nice day for watching football and. Uh, I just want to say congratulations to Edinburgh City. They were by far the better team on the day. It was quite a tough game. They both went into it level, with completely identical league records. Same number of wins, draws, losses. I think Spartans were ahead of Edinburgh City by four goals difference in that. And, but Edinburgh City were comfortably the better team on the day. Won 2 0 and never really looked in danger. So congratulations to Edinburgh City Development Squad. Yeah, well done, them. Well done. Right, lads, before we finish, shall we take a quick look ahead to the weekend's fixtures? The last round of games in the Premiership before the split. Obviously, Celtic and Dundee are playing tonight, but by the time most people listen to this, it will have happened, so there's not much time, much point going into much detail on that. But this weekend, we've got Hearts-Aberdeen. That's a big game, Jamie. Yep, uh, very very interesting one. It'll be uh, interesting to see if Aberdeen can keep this recent good run going. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't have a very good record against Hearts at Tynecastle. No, um, but I think um, I, I think there's a little bit of momentum now. Mm-hmm. Um it's a little bit of uh, confidence and belief has come back, so I think yeah, I, I good I good chance with three points, but obviously we know what Hearts are like. They're stuffy, they're difficult to break down. 
they're good defensively. Levine's got them set up well, so mm-hmm. it's going to going to be very tough. Yep. Uh, but if if they can replicate the same performance as as against Motherwell, mm-hmm. then I'm pretty confident they'll win. Strap yourselves in for another McInnes rant from Jamie next week. I guarantee it. When they lose one, they'll <laughs> not. Kyle Lafferty. I've got, my, I've got my draft written already. Oh. <laughs> Hearts are terrible, though. They're by far and away the worst team in the top six, I think. Yes, but like, but there is a there is a gap between the top five and Hearts now. I mean, mm. that's not on, just in terms of performances, but actually in points as yeah. well. Sunday's game against Dundee was a complete waste of ninety minutes. It was a terrible game, <laughs> and they, they're very uninspiring. So I, I, I would fancy Aberdeen to pick the points up there. Okay, great. Uh, elsewhere, uh, newly rooted to the bottom, Partick Thistle host Kilmarnock. That'll be a tough one for for Partick Thistle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kilmarnock, the form team in the league. Yeah, I can't, I can't really see Partick taking it from that. Kelly or just they've been flying for months. Mm-hmm. Um, their form's shown no sign of really letting up. Um, so I think yeah. party fans could be in for another mm-hmm. long afternoon. The only reason Kilmarnock aren't being talked about in the hunt for second is literally because they're just going to run out of time. If mm-hmm. Steve Clark had come in a month earlier, they'd be right in the hunt yeah, based yeah, on no. recent or based on recent performances. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're right. I can't see Partick Thistle picking up anything there. Rangers Dundee though, Jack, F- fancy an upset there? Will so Rangers actually win? I think it really just depends which Rangers team turns up. And quite frankly, if um, Rangers play like they did in that first half against Motherwell, it'd be a difficult game. They have struggled against Dundee. They lost to Dundee. Yeah, yeah, they do. They tends to be an oddly a bogey team for them. Not not so much at home, but away it tends to be a bogey team. Um, but if Rangers play like they did in the second half against Motherwell for at least the first half an hour of that half, I would fancy Rangers to win that quite comfortably. Great. Uh, Ross County hosting Hibs, which up until yesterday you would have thought Hibs would have been strong favourites, but are we seeing a resurgent Ross County now? It would depend how they play this game. Because really? It's very hard to base that off one game off against one game, yeah. against a poor Patrick Thistle mm-hmm. side. If they were to beat Hibs, you could perhaps start to have that discussion. Mm-hmm. I think, well, to, to be fair, if they beat Hibs, that blows be the a... relegation battle wide mm-hmm. open because that, that would then put Patrick Thistle in real trouble. Yeah, I'm going to stay also confident. Also, bring Dundee into it as well, because yep. only four mm-hmm. points behind mm-hmm. Dundee at the moment. Provided Dundee don't beat Rangers. <laughs> yeah, true. Which you never know. But, as a Hibs fan, I'm going to remain co- remain optimistic, but Dingwall's never an easy place to go at the best of time. It's just a long trip, but here we go. I, I'm fairly confident in that one. And finally, St. Johnson, Motherwell? I have nothing anything to say. Two teams with nothing to play There's literally for. nothing to play. Yeah, Is that the, so uh, the first nothing to play for a game in the league? Possibly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, as we said, you know, St. Johnson have probably kept themselves safe over the last wee while. Motherwell not <coughs> really going anywhere, kind of playing some uninspiring football. Um, so, not the not the most exciting game this weekend. <laughs> the one thing I would say is that Motherwell will want to get a result ahead of the semi-final. Yeah. Is that the week after, is it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm going to one of the semi-finals. I'm going to the old firm game. Yeah, no one cares. We can talk about that next <laughs> week. I'll talk about that <laughs> next week. Well, much more relevant then. I always knew you were closetedly. <laughs> Wait, and where are you I'm sitting in the Celtic game. I was only, um, <laughs> I wasn't able to pick my tickets, I'm afraid, so... I was just where I was. How did you get them? Hmm? How did you get them? Um, through. Uh, well, what happens is, right, anytime there's a game at Hamden, there's like tickets available through refereeing. I still have to pay for them. Like, I, don't for, I don't get them for free or anything. But. Sure. Oh, well. There you go. Another wee insight for you. For you. Perfect. And rounding up this weekend's Premiership fixtures on Sunday Hamilton v Celtic. I think that's another nothing game, really. Celtic running away with the league now. Hamilton. Do they need the points still? 
Yeah, yeah, they yeah, absolutely yeah, do. Um, need to keep themselves safe from that relegation playoff, and also automatic, automatic as well, <laughs> because it's the same points for Ross County and Partick. So I mean, they may as well pull away from both of them. In the championship, Brecon against St Mirren. St Mirren can win the league if they win and results I, go their way. No, I find that to be Brecon's first win. Really? Well, there you go. We'll see here. how long Brecon could go without getting anybody sent off. Mm-hmm. If you back them every week, one week you might be right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dumbarton, Dundee United, Falkirk, Dunfermline, Livingston, oh, the uh, the pretend oh, derby, the pretend derby, Livingston, Greenock, Morton, and Queen of the South Inverness. Great. Moving on. <laughs> league One. Keep going. <laughs> Airdrie v Air. All the oh, well, that's a rivalry. That's a derby. Air derby. Yeah. <laughs> mm, that's a derby. Uh, Albion. Why is that a derby? I, it's. Is it because they're both called air? air. No, it's to do. I it's can't remember exactly. It's to, to do with like the spelling of the word air. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we spell it right. No, we spell it right. Um, it's to do with like oh, stadium ones and stuff. Like that. I can't remember the exact. No, it's, it's something daft. Um, the traditional derby <laughs> over stadium rights. <laughs> it's, it's something. It's something daft, but they they absolutely basically hate each other. Right. I will. Look into it and confirm for next week why it's a rivalry. Okay. And uh, okay, moving on. Albion and Forfar. Aloha at home to Stranraer. Jamie, fancy that one? Um, well, Stranraer, I think, just about. It's got to be a must out, win for Aloha on that one. Nah, Stranraer just about out, out the hunt for the playoffs now. Um, so there's, there's not not a lot riding on it. I'd just say it's important for Aloha to keep the momentum going. Sorry, not must win. I mean, I should win. Should, I, sh- I, I should win. Um, well, a, a gym no, good. A, a gym good. Should win. Should win. Oh, get, get out! <laughs> oh, that's a gym. <laughs> that, that match is a gym. <laughs> um, oh, lads. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I'll have an older home way against Stranraer this season. They've lost twice down there. Um, one one nil in the game at uh, at Alwa earlier in the season. Um, I just think it's it's important for. For Jamie the players to keep the momentum going into the playoffs. Oh, first mm-hmm. name basis, Jamie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving quickly on. Lee Arbroath hosting Wraith Rovers. In a word, will Wraith win? Uh, that's that, that away that form. You, you wasted. Ah, yeah, so you just wasted your. You word. wasted your word. <laughs> My word is a. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> and finally, in League One, Queens Park and East Fife. Well, that's, that's Queen's Park's <laughs> favourite game, to be fair. They've won, every, they've won all three fixtures this season, so I'm going to call it a Queen's Park win. Uh, quickly running through League 2. Annan at home to Elgin. Berwick at home to Peterhead. Cowdenbeath host Clyde. Inverse City at Sten... <coughs> Inverse City host Stenhouse Muir. And Montrose visit Sterling Albion. That'll be a big one. Yep. Yeah, big, big massive. Game, big game at Fourth Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, Get yourself all but, listener. All but, all but certain that Sterling will be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but Montrose, obviously... Very much in a title hunt, so they'll be they'll be really keen for three points. Perfect. Do you think there's any team that's not keen for three points? No. no, no. <laughs> 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 I do not. Doesn't matter if we get it today. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it next week. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe breaking out that keen, but <laughs> maybe that's been their problem the whole time. <laughs> got, their, got their eye on the record, you know. Nah, just leave it, boys. We'll be in the record book somehow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, on that note, I think that pretty much brings us to the end of another Stoppage Time podcast. Oh, I'm knackered after that. <laughs> hey, lads, no. anything you want to add? No. No. Nope, then. <laughs> Let's go home. Wrap up, <laughs> Wrap up. All that's left to say is that make sure you follow us on at, at 
Make sure you follow us at Stop Time Podcast on Twitter or Stoppage Time Podcast on Facebook. You can find me at the Mr. Liam D on Twitter. Jack. I'm Jack M. Hawk. How do you spell Hawk? H A U G H. Jack and just helping you along. Indeed, and indeed. Jamie. At Jamie Hall 03. And Lee. And at Lee Perry. At Lee Perry, perfect. Nice and easy. Nice and easy, just like Lee. Um, <laughs> 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 so. All that's left to say now, guys, is thanks for listening, and we will see you again next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.